Hey, football fans, this is Diana Rossini from The Athletic. Get the top stories in pro football snapped directly to your inbox with our latest NFL newsletter, Scoop City. Jacob Robinson and I will bring you the daily scoop of top NFL articles, posts, and podcasts every Monday to Friday. Sign up for free now at theathletic.com backslash scoop. Your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just the trio of feathery brethren, weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's top with cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheel and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with steps and Things flapping their wings on. All I know is Zach said he has a game where Shields don't read both 7,000 <laughs> And I said, I'm in. Let's go. Let's do it. And, and so the yeah, purpose that's of, what of, I, really what I needed was not to get at least one more reader. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 2021 Birds with Friends pre-draft extravaganza. Bo Wolf here. Zach Berman, Shilka Potty, and Marissa Morris alongside as well. And we've got all the uh, the commenters joining us live on YouTube. Some good stuff going on so far. Shiel, how you doing? Well, I know normally Zach is supposed to be the one who's excited for this pod, but I think as I've mentioned, the offseason has taken over the in-season for me in terms of interest. And this eight-week period is so much fun. And I feel like the uh, end is here. Like the Super Bowl is basically the first round of the draft. And uh, I'm just so intrigued by what the 49ers are going to do at number three. And I'm sort of in disbelief until I hear what they're going to do. And then of course we've got everything else. We've got what the Eagles are doing. So uh, I hate to sound enthusiastic and, you know, not rip somebody yeah, or really. something off the bat, but uh, I, I am excited to, to talk some draft. We can tell if you read uh, your piece today on the athletic uh, predicting exactly what's going to happen Thursday night, I think you could tell that there's a little bit of juice going on mm. in the veins of Dr. Kapadia. How are you? Some good, some great lines in that piece. I enjoyed, I enjoyed that. I was laughing as I read it. It's, it's hard to write funny, and Sheil wrote funny. He did a good job. Your brother told you not a lot of comp- too many compliments, Zach, right? Your well, brother I, told you, so, uh, he, but thank he did, you. He, he did. I, I particularly enjoyed the, the Mike Zimmer-Rick Spielman interaction mm. about uh, Bo's worst-case scenario for the Eagles, Vera Tucker. Hmm. There you go. Well, we have, uh, we have lots to get to in this episode. We will do the Owl You Know draft in which the three of us draft the players we think the Eagles are most likely to select come Thursday night on The Athletic. Tomorrow, you will have our our final mock drafts from all three of us. So 33 players pegged for uh, the Eagles and only one overlap among those 33. So uh, some fun stuff there. We will have uh, some bird lines that have been submitted by you. And if, if you are in the live chat, you can submit some more. And Marissa may grab a few of those and we can go through those throughout the show. Zach wanted to talk a, bit, a little bit about some superlatives for uh, players in this draft. I think at some point we do have to settle now on the official wide receiver prospect of Burns with Friends. A little late in the game for us to do that, but we've got to go on the record. And then we're going to talk just some sort of general scenarios uh, about the Eagles. And why don't we start with that? A tribe called Crest is what we're calling this segment because we're going to talk about what's the scenario. And, uh, you know, it looks like, (laughs) 
I think we have we have all talked about if the Eagles stay at 12, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell, Patrick Sertan. Those are the three guys that you are hoping one of them or falls J- to you. Go ahead. Or J.C. Horn. You want to add J.C. Yeah. Horn to that list? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I think, think one he of those is four. clearly fourth in that list for me, but not necessarily uh, for what the Eagles. Yeah, I, I I would say I would put J.C. Horn in a in another category with like some other prospects. Personally, that's how I was going to approach it. But we can we can debate that. So okay. let's let's begin with if those three play, and we sort of went through this exercise a little bit on the athletic, but maybe things have changed in your mind. If somehow all three of those players fall Oof. to twelve, who are you taking? I would take Sertan. Is it Sertan or Sertain? I always thought growing up, they called his dad Patrick Sertan, right? Am that's I wrong yeah, about that's that? Right about too. But now everyone's yeah. saying Sertain. I don't know. I, I'm yes, having exactly. computer issues, so I can't bring up Dane's Beast, which has the great uh, pronunciation key. So uh, <laughs> we can look at that. But I, I, I've heard people say Sertain, and I'm like, exactly. I'm not yeah. doing that. I know I grew up and people were calling this guy's dad Sertan. But anyway. Yes, uh, but I, I would go with him. Uh, for the purpose of, I think he's he's a safe, he's he's safe-ish. It's a position of need. It's a position of value. It's a premium position, you know, an outside cornerback. Sertan. Sertan. I knew uh, it, yeah. yeah. Yes, okay. So all these young, but you know what it is? It's all these young buck draft nicks who are coming in here talking mm. about his hips and his pedal and all this. You don't watch his dad play like the old guys like me. We know it's Sertan. We don't need a pronunciation guide. All right. Sorry, Zach. Well, that's what I was. I was watching. Uh, I was, I was watching Hey Rookie last night and they had uh, the right. background. They had the background of, of JC Horn's pro day and you saw Joe Horn and JC Horn's interactions. So it, it was, it was fun to observe. But anyways, I would go Sertan in, in that one, but I, th- I think that's a good scenario all around for the Eagles. Yeah, I, I think this is a. I think this is a. It's unlikely throw. that all three get there, but go ahead. Yeah, uh, but I, I would say pretty very. I would say maybe very likely that one of the three get there. I mean, what uh, I, I would have know. to do do a little more math on it. You don't think so? Okay, no, think about Give it. me a okay. percentage. Throw a percentage out there. I don't know, and I think that nightmare scenario is not is not that far off. So three quarterbacks guaranteed to go in the first eleven, right? Yeah, uh, and well, guaranteed they're on the first three. Well, yeah, but but yeah. just in the first 11, three guaranteed up to five. So that's where think, where some of the flexibility yeah. comes in. Um, I think at five least, are going in the first nine. Yeah, I would say five. Oh, I would say five would be likely. I think a quarterback is yeah. going to be there on the board at 12. Really? I, think, okay. I, th- I do. I don't think so. Um, but anyway, uh, so three to five quarterbacks, one to two offensive linemen, Sewell mm-hmm. and Slater. Uh, so that's you know four to seven. Uh, Chase for sure, Pitts for sure. So that's six definites up to nine. Then you get then you get Sertan and Horn and Waddle and Smith. I think Waddle is not going to make it to twelve. Um, and then there could be some other big surprises, but those are the ones who are who are definitely going to go. So that's that's six to nine plus those three guys could get could be twelve. Those guys could all be gone. Okay, yeah, you're right. They could be. I, I would I would put it at over. 50% that one of them is there. Uh, I'm just doing this sort of in, in my head right now. I would say I would probably put it at around, um, let's say, uh, six, 65 to 70%. I would say 70% that one of them is there, which means, of course, 30% that one of them yeah. is uh, that they're all gone. So, uh, all right. So what I would do 
It's tough. You you can't, you know, if I were like in Howie Roseman's shoes, this is where I would really be listening to everybody and seeing who's coming strong with the best point type thing. If you're asking me right now, uh, I've been like, don't overthink it with Devonte Smith this whole time. Yeah. So I'm not going to overthink it. I can live with that. I'll take Devonte Smith. I'll take the guy who shredded up SEC defenses to a historic level uh, last year. It's a need position. His competitive makeup is great. If it doesn't work, I'll live with it if it doesn't work. But I, I would take Devontae Smith in that situation. And how do you, how do you, what if Smith is gone and Sertan and Waddle are there? I, I would say I'm probably a little bit lower on, on Waddle maybe than the, uh, than the me consensus. Too. He's so third I for might, me. Yeah, I might go Smith, Sertan, Waddle there. I go Sertan, Smith, Waddle. Um, okay. I love, I love Devonta Smith. Sertan just to me is like he's, 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 uh, the perfect marriage of, of value and need yeah. for them, I think. I um, and, and Zach, who is your, who's your two, three there? If you go certain Smith. Yeah. Smith and Waddle. Okay. Um, so then let's say that it's looking bad. It's looking like maybe Waddle goes early chase and Pitts go. Are you willing to move up for uh, someone? Let's say that the offer is to move to nine. You're giving up 12, 70 and a day three pick for I am not certain or I am not or even Waddle Smith. I am I am I'm basically not. in a no move up spot. Unless someone comes calling and the price, you know, I have in my head on my spreadsheet, I have uh numbers. This is again if I was the GM. Here's okay. what it would take for me to move up to this spot and it would be, be below whatever the market, you know, has dictated in previous years. I would not want to pay market prices. If a GM called at nine and said, Hey, this was the trade last year or three years ago to go from 12 to nine. Do you want to do it? I would say, no, if you want to do X, Y, and Z that is lower than that, then we can have a conversation. But I, I would pretty much be against moving up for these players. I don't think it's worth it. I think you need to draft for volume given where they are. I wouldn't be so confident that that guy's going to be so much better than who I can get at 12. And uh, just in this draft, given the state of the roster right now, uh, that is not something I, I'm really considering. Yeah, I have, I have tiers. And I have two trade-up candidates. And that's Jamar Chase and Kyle Pitts. If if those players somehow fell past six and you can get into that seven to nine range for one of those guys, those would be trade up candidates for me. Are you willing I to have, give up? Are you willing to give up thirty seven for Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts? No, but I I would give up seventy and yeah, I would give up seventy and your fourth, perhaps even two. Yeah, that's what probably going to get you to nine. What if they want best. next year's next year's second instead of seventy? A second and next year's second, or no, just no, no. twelve and next no, year's second? No, no, like 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 a like a fourth rounder this year and okay. next year's second. I don't know if I would do that one, but you have two first. Actually, no, you have. Yeah, you got up I, to three. I, I, yeah, I probably okay. would if if it's the get if For if chase. it's the get chase or pick. Okay. With yeah, with turkeys, this guy's not bidding on everything with draft capital. <laughs> I, got, I got more next year. <laughs> really yeah, nilly, and, yeah. then, <laughs> and then the uh, and, and and then in my tier of the four players, I would take at twelve are the four that we mentioned. I, I guess I'm higher on horn than than the two of you. You could say you're uh, horny. I was, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was gonna say the three of you, but I, I don't know Marissa's stance on, on, on JC Horn. Um, and, but but then uh, if if those four are not on the board. I would trade down 
And well, and, and we're so, getting there. We're not getting there. We, okay. don't, don't jump scenarios just yet. No, but I'm, I'm just saying on the spreadsheet that I have okay. on my Google Sheets that like like those are, are the tiers that, that I would operate with. Okay. Um, now let's say that the three Alabama guys are gone. Well, what about you? Well, you didn't answer. Oh, uh, I would... I would consider giving up a third and a fourth for Sertan to go to nine. No, I'm sorry. There's, um, no, there's no considering. And this wait. is a theoretical. Would you do yeah. it or not? If 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 Waddle has already been off, is Waddle is already off the board? And so if I'm sitting at 12 and nine is on the clock and only two of the guys are left, one of them is Sertan, I think I probably would do it. And then I would, I would make a, a big effort to trade down from 37 in the second round and try to pick up uh, okay. another day three pick or another third round pick. Okay. Um, then let's say it gets to the nightmarish scenario where you sit at 12 and all three Alabama guys are gone and there is no good offer to move back. Who is your pick? Is it Jace? It's JC Horn for you, Zach. Um, mm. I would say that it is JC Horn for me too. I don't feel great about it. Um, I don't love taking a corner at 12 who uh, doesn't take the ball away, only one interception. But I think given the other options, I don't want a guard. Uh, I don't like Quiddy Pay. I think I would, I think I probably would take JC Horn. Well, so I kind of, all right. So I, I sort of need to know who, who dropped that we were not expecting yeah. to drop. It's Justin a, Fields. It's a, Oh, Justin Fields. I, well, if Justin I'm Fields not. is there, I'm taking Justin Fields. <laughs> well, yeah. we should talk about that because I, I don't. They can't take Justin Fields. Like, they, why can't they? Because it's so obvious that they don't like him as a quarterback because they traded out of six. You can't then take him. I don't they think they a, will do that. They have yeah. all. I don't okay. think they'll do it, but they they can't do it because they have already admitted they're not yeah. like fully behind him as the well, quarterback. Well, no, hold I, on. I, I see your point there. No, but they're ahead, probably not in there. I, I, I mean, they wanted the the flexibility, right? So if they can get the quarterback and they have the extra first round pick next year, then they can spin that. Now I I understand both points, but I I think you could spin it if if you say, look, you know, we wanted to load up on 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 assets. This is you know this is why you have to be nimble. Um, but that being said, if Fields is on the board. I would think there, I think there would be a team that would want to trade up, right? Right? Like I, I, I can't imagine Fields is there and no one is interested in him. Uh, Bo, I, I read this uh, story on the Athletic a couple of weeks ago that kind of hinted at maybe the process isn't really uh, mm. consistent throughout, and just because they did something, you know. Uh, or decided something a month ago doesn't necessarily mean that you can uh, hold them to it. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think they would probably be in panic mode <laughs> if Justin Fields dropped to 12. But I tend to agree with you that they would say, all right, we know we didn't like him then. Um, we're not going to just sort of change our scouting report now and take him now. So who would I take? I mean, this is like a thing where it's like, uh, like a concussion uncle would yell about how the, it's not fantasy football. Like you can't just be drafting quarterbacks and, and hoping that they, they work. Like it, it does require some organizational commitment. And like, if they weren't all in on Justin Fields before, like it's just a recipe for disaster to take him now. But anyway. Well, uh, I don't know that I would say that. I mean, I think it'd be, I mean, it'd be a change. lot of fun. It'd be, yeah, like, because it'd be your, great. your other options change. Right. And so, 
you look at it and you say, well, we'll bring him in for competition. We already got the, you know, we already got future first uh, next yeah. year. And so now we have Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, and draft capital next year to try to find a franchise quarterback. Like there, there would be probably people in the analytics community who would say that's a that's a really smart way to do it and a great way to do it. However, I understand what you're saying. I mean, it's it, it would be tough. And I don't think I think they want to get out. I think they want to get out of this draft without being in like any national headlines. I think they want, I think yes. they want WIP callers on Monday <laughs> to be bored as hell with this draft. And be like, all right, you know, they got some good players. Yes. They didn't do anything crazy. I actually think that that is their mindset going into this. That like, almost like, just you go grab me Dane Brugler's rankings. Uh, you know, we'll just go by those. We're not going to like do anything crazy, like take a running back in the first round. We'll prioritize position a little bit. But other than that, like you're not going to, I don't think you're going to, if somebody did an exercise at the end of this draft to look at which teams strayed the farthest from the cons like mm -hmm. the co consensus board i think the eagles are going to be like in the top five uh top eight of that i think that's how they're going to approach this draft if, well if, ahead, if the morning show tomorrow if they if if the morning show tomorrow has a poll that's their draft board right the results <laughs> of the poll right you know if, if they did the three alabama guys like which ones do you like that's the, that's how it's ranked in the in the novacare complex tomorrow <laughs> i it, it's it's along the same lines but um i if you are an eagles fan i think what you want out of this draft more than anything else like the draft as a whole is it for is it for it to not have a theme because that is like Every year, it's, okay, last year, okay, we're just going to take fast guys. Okay, we're just going to go college production. Like, that's not how it works. If You can't be overweighting one variable throughout the entire yeah. course of draft weekend. I want, like, some diversity of bets. Like, you know, maybe there's one old guy. Maybe there's one fast guy who didn't have a lot of production. Maybe there's one guy, like, like you're just letting the board fall as it falls, and you're not forcing in some narrative, which they generally always do. So... Like if the picks are not connected and we can't just be like, oh, every single one of these guys is a senior captain and they love football or like, you know, w they didn't take anybody who opted out of a, of a, of last season. And they only took guys who like, you know, I don't know, intern for Condoleezza Rice, um, whatever it is. Like there should be not much connective thread between uh, the entire draft class. I feel like anyway. I was going to rip on Bo uh, for, Oh, please do. Old, yeah. Yeah. For the old guy thing. Uh, I, I, uh, because his worst case scenario, his worst case scenario draft, and, and both these, these mock drafts were a fun read. But the worst case scenario was them taking a 25 year old tight end. But the best case scenario was them taking a 24 year old tight end, right? How about like, the, the corner? How about the corner uh, Bo took in his best case? I mean, mm. that, forget Mac Jones. That was the stunner of the draft season to me. What did you take, Bo, a 24 year old corner in like the, uh, took him what's for the guy's name? Benjamin the fourth Saint round? Just, uh... In like the fourth <laughs> round? Zach, <laughs> I was shocked by that. What's oh, well, it was more about, it was more about the idea of uh, volume at cornerback if you don't get one okay. in round one. He's a Canadian um, track guy. So well, what's funny like is Bushman wasn't even the oldest guy in my worst case scenario. Max Duffy, the uh, Australian punter with concussions, is 26. Mm. You yes. really next year you should. Uh, I would like a list of just the what are they called overaged? Is that what the yeah. draft next call them? Yeah, I would like to just because I, I don't like having to check that every time. Oh, I kind of like this player, and then I look and he's like, all right, he turns. Uh, 43 in September. I don't think I'm going to, uh, I don't think I'm going to be investing in the round pick yeah. in him. All right. Back to your question. 
So the the board, you know, let's say it's not going to be quarterback and all those guys are gone. Wait, is JC Horn gone or is he there? No, no, he is there. Next, we will do it if he is also gone. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I, I this will be like kind of a cop out. I, I will end up picking one, but I would basically look at my board, which hopefully I put together beforehand with all the input from everybody in the building. And, uh, you know, if it was JC Horn, that would be, I guess, fine with me. I personally would not be that excited about it. If you want to know who's like the guy, uh, Sheil, uh, you know, not having done the full work on, but says, this guy would kind of excite me. It would probably be, uh, and this looks like Zach, because he's Philly's own, Christian Barmore. Like, mm. I don't understand why. I feel like this guy should be getting a little b- bumped up some draft boards. You know, I know it's not there's a strong. Some, there's some buzz. He's not even going to go in round one. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe there's an injury or character or, or something, but I look at I like it the bar at more. 6 5 3 10 defensive tackle who had eight sacks, four quarterback hits, and 27 hurries last year. Uh, you know, if the biggest thing you're going to tell, tell me is that he wasn't totally consistent, like, that's fine. We heard that about Chris Jones uh, back in the day. And like, Fletcher I'll Cox. Pl- yeah, I mean, I'll play him, you know, 60, 65% of the snaps. And uh, he looks to me like a, a very good prospect. And so if I have faith in my coaching staff, that's somebody uh, I would take a look at. And especially if you're going to be in a trade back scenario, he's the guy I like. Uh, Aziza Ojalari, I think I've said before, uh, I like him as Zach Wolf remind us. His parents uh, met in Philadelphia. So, that's you know, right. that's a uh, feather in his cap. Now, uh, I think Peter King wrote today that there may be some yes. questions about, about his uh, his knee. And also, yep. I don't know that he's Could a there seven. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he wouldn't be a prototypical like four three defensive end, but I do want to say this. I think I've made a mistake in the the previous weeks, sort of assuming what I think Jonathan Gannon is going to do, and I, I really think, especially looking at what the Colts did and saying that's what they're going to do, like that's probably not what they're going to do. I mean, I don't. If you coach under Mike Zimmer and then Matt Eberflus, I don't think you're going to be like, all right, I'm going to go with what Matt yep. Eberflus did. You know, like you coached under one of the great defensive minds of the last 20 years. So I'm going to give also, the benefit of like, the doubt. We're, we're also um, falling victim to the same thing we were, uh, at least I was, complaining about how we're doing last year with Doug Peterson's offense, like taking Jalen Rager. Like you don't know who the coaching staff's going to be next year. So don't overvalue that. We don't know what the defensive system's going to be by the time this player's rookie contract runs out. So, um, you know, corner is an important position. And, you know, we've seen, you know, uh, Jason Fitzgerald from over the cap had that thing yesterday about the, you know, the top 10 highest paid players at each position where they come from. Corner is the highest drafted of those positions. Um, I think there are some other variables going on there, but, um, you know, it's, it is a, it's a, it's a very important position, but yeah. So, so I'm I not would so say, sure that Horn is my guy, but I would say, uh, Barmore and Ojolari would be kind of the two other guys that, uh, I felt, I felt like there was one more, but I don't know uh, who it was right now. Those would be two of the guys that would kind of intrigue me, uh, in that spot along with JC Horn. Is Parsons oh, so a non-starter for you guys? The, you're not, you're going to say, not going to say you're pulling trigger on. Oh, who would? Sure. All right, I'll, 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 I'll tie my, uh, what tie You're my going car more? Tie my car? What, what do you say? Tie my, <laughs> tie my something to? Is there something I can tie to this? Your anchor? No? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, anchor. Do you uh, drop yeah, your anchor on yeah, Barmore? Yeah, yeah. I'll go Barmore. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. He now, now he could also be a a trade back candidate. By the way, Shield, I like, you're I like him as a trade back guy. Yeah. Go ahead, Zach. As Shields already like an outstanding national reporter. I know I'm I'm complimenting here, but if 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 you want a little tip, just just put out there that Howie Roseman's working the phones. 
because mm. like Howie Roseman's always working the phones. It is no, it it's it's not news to say Howie Roseman is is looking to trade. He yeah. has he trades every year. Like if if you say he's looking to trade for player X, that's that's a report. But um, yeah, I can tell you Howie Roseman. He's working the phones. He's always working. Yeah, the we're really going to do like, now, Zach, is new rule. Anytime you do a uh, new rule, anytime you do a, a, a compliment, you have to follow it up with a, a put down. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, I don't have one really, on me right now, but I, I will keep that in mind. This is the very dumb stage of uh, of kind of draft conversation. And, and by the way, uh, you know, I have a question when Jimmy Garoppolo gets traded this weekend. Do any reporters who insisted that he was not going to get traded go back and say, all right, maybe that wasn't uh, accurate or, or how do we handle that? I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering because I, I think anybody who was observing thought it would be pretty crazy for the 49ers to keep Jimmy Garoppolo when they traded up to number three for a quarterback. But uh, obviously the word that the Niners were putting out there. Uh, all right. I digress. Sorry, Bo, go ahead. Also, what happens if if they, if they take Justin Fields? Like, I I I know that's that's been like category. I think they're taking Lance. Almost. I th- I think they're taking Lance too. But oh, the 49ers? I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm saying like it has been reported that they're down to these two. What if it's Fields? Um, I, I don't think that's fun. the case. Yeah. But yeah. Well, you know, there are certain national that. reporters who poo-poo in-depth stories and say that uh, this stuff happens everywhere. But meanwhile, they're uh, putting out just like the most nonsensical. Uh, water carrying stuff in the world on Twitter. So, who well, are you taking? Oh, who yeah. is your guy? I said Horn. I said I would take Horn. Um, but again, not. I'm not super thrilled about it. Now, if Horn's off the board, which is you know, let's say uh, only three quarterbacks go. Mac Jones is still there, and Fields is still there. All four of those guys are gone, and there's no good offer. Like I, I'm not feeling good about anything. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Um, like. I don't I don't I don't want to take Rashawn Slater. I don't want to take Vera Tucker. I don't want to take Quiddy Pay at 12. If no, if Ojolari really just need to know who if, you do want to if, take. Right. If Ojolari's <laughs> knee is banged up, I can't take him. I'm not taking Micah Parsons. And why not? Because he's a linebacker? Or or because of his Because game? he's a linebacker and because I just like he's not he doesn't seem like a plug and play guy. Like he's still pretty raw. Yeah. I see the upside with Parsons. I, 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 I don't know if I, I, I would let somebody else take him, but if you told me he was going to be like, you know, one of the top, uh, top two or three non quarterbacks from the first round of this draft, like that wouldn't shock me. Like, yeah, I mean, his, his highlights, like his highs are, are very high. He is a very exciting, um, high impact player, but uh, I would not be able to bring myself to, to make that pick. Zach, did you have any? Did you have anybody who's next on your board? And then, is there anybody else? Yeah, you I mean, guys I, w- have I would trade, targeted I would trade as, down as, as trade down. Well, yeah, but yeah, you can't trade down. down. You, need an, you need an actual offer. No, but like you know, even in 2014, they they got an offer, right? Yeah, uh, yeah that was the scenario. They never expected that to happen. They thought one of these six guys were, bad were going to fall. Yeah, but they. I mean, I just I don't see a scenario where they're forced to make a pick because I think that if one of those four is not on the board, it means quarterbacks have fallen. And the reason I think they're going to have a choice at 12 is because I think five quarterbacks are going in the top nine. Okay. If I'm, if I, if I'm doing a That's big great trade news back, for the Eagles. 
I would say a little sleeper if I'm doing a big trade back and I really feel like Jonathan Gannon is storming my office and saying, just get me the best players. Do not worry about positional fit. Uh, I would be intrigued by a Zayvon Collins, I would mm. say. You know, I feel like that's someone you can really do a the lot of. The Victorian thing really won over Shield. And by the <laughs> way, I got a uh, I got a text from an inside source in okay. Oklahoma who said that I was right that uh, his his high school class is like thirty people. <laughs> I saw I was reading the Beast today, and somebody not only was the valedictorian, but their GPA in high school was five How do you get five All AP classes from a freshman to a senior—that's unbelievable. Try waited, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Uh, I would say I would add in like Morig, I guess, if you traded down very far. Yeah, I like a Morig. Um, you could talk me into you could talk me into Newsom, I guess. I'd be in, I'd also no, be interested no, in like I'm I'm out on Newsom. You're out on Newsom. I don't I love mean, him. I mean, he's missed what three games due to injury every mm. college season. I'm not spending a first round pick on somebody like that. Okay. Now, well, how do respect, we feel about I it? I get injured all the time. But. I know you, you are you're getting called out for being a, a Penn State homer in the comments, Shield. So <laughs> how do we feel about it, Jason Owe? I guess no one's uh, listened to me uh, over the years. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I am uh, intrigued by an OA, but I would uh, let somebody else hit that home run. I'm not, again, I'm not looking to get in. I, I don't want to be the, one of the lead stories on uh, Monday morning. Let's, let's just play it safe and um, go with somebody who I know I'm getting something out of. Them. Okay. I think the, I think the, uh, the worst case scenario for the Eagles would be doing what Shields joked about. I, I don't even know if it was a joke where yeah, it's, it, feels very, it, it felt very realistic. <laughs> if they have players sitting there, uh, at at 12 and they could send it, you know, they have options and they're scared of having options. So they trade back thinking maybe one's going to fall and then one is not there. And then they're forced to kind of pick what's, what's left uh, later on. I, I think this is a don't overthink it draft. And I would say the same thing at, at 37. Like if, if you have options, take your best option. By the way, I, I, I just want to go on. I don't hate quitty pay like uh, you do, Bo. I, okay. I don't think he's a, I mean, I would not be personally excited about that, but like if they trade back and get a nice haul and take Quiddy Pay, I mean, I would probably be giving them like a around a C. I would not be excited about it, but uh, I would not be totally crushing them. For but how either. could you give that grade without knowing how his entire career is going to play out? I already know how his entire career is going to play out. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Brandon Graham will be fine. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, his, I don't like, his, I don't like Pay. His story on Hey Rookie last night was also, it was very touching. Very, it was. It was very good to watch. Uh, they also had the Chuba Hubbard story on on there. I was you get paid by hey it. rookie or something? You leaving us for a hell's hey? First of all, what the hell well, is actually, hey rookie? Yeah, first of all, what is it? I don't even know what we're talking about. It's I mean, uh, it's like, like a, it's uh, a it's a fan fiction on Reddit that, that Zach subscribes to. He's in the dark. Yeah, he's it's like, like the, the dark interwebs or something. It was it was the back real sickos like Zach. It was the backstory on all these prospects on 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 different prospects. Just somebody in front of a fireplace reading from Brugler's Beast. <laughs> hey, story is great. I remember that was a game day feature, and uh, you know, as we know, I don't express express my emotions much, but uh, some of those game day features they get to me like everybody mm -hmm. else. So you're like your okay. big Ronaldo guy, okay? Chip Kelly's big Ronaldo guy. That's his favorite. That's his favorite journal. <laughs> well that's only if you don't count Anne Frank. <laughs> that's true. That's his 
That's his dream dinner date. Yeah, that, yeah. But would you explain? You can't just say that and not, like, really, this is the this is the apex of your nonsense. Like, you, we've talked your, about it before, Zach. You're, you're okay. You're assuming, first of all, I remember I was in Seattle for this. So you're assuming that the majority of our audience, I believe, this is to true. an Adam Schefter podcast with Chip Kelly in 2016 and retain that information so that when you make a joke about it, I think we, I don't, I don't don't know that we have. I saw Zach, Zach was very confused. Uh, I remember him saying that, but I don't think most of our, I was trying to think that because that did not come up during his, his, his Eagles tenure. There was was his, his, his favorite book. I remember his favorite book was an autobiography was was Benjamin Franklin's autobiography, and I I remember uh, buying it the summer that he told us this was the summer of 2014, and I, I read the book and I learned nothing about Chip Kelly. Like <laughs> I didn't deduce anything about Chip in it, but uh, you're I learned a, big a lot ben about Franklin guy now. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, love electricity. So yeah, I think the question. No, he said the question was to like, please yeah. close the loop on this was <laughs> something about if you could have dinner with somebody with like any three people. Uh, dead or alive, you know, that kind of uh, interview was, uh, question. Was, and he was, said, uh, Anne Frank Dennis was, Dixon, Dave Ball, and Anne Frank. It was not. It was Anne Frank, and I don't know who the other two were. It Can we been please ben move Frank, on? Actually. I mean, we're 33 <laughs> minutes in. You guys were, you okay. guys are more excited than I am about the draft. I mean, I'm saying, what are we doing for the pod tomorrow? You two are just uh, throwing back and forth, like 14 different I, ideas. I'm like, what are we going to be here till midnight? None of them. I knew what was going on. Wait till we get to these games. I have no clue what the rules are, but let's, let's move on a little bit. Any okay. other questions here? Uh, these superlatives that you wanted to do, Zach, uh, I guess we've sort of talked about a few of these. Do you have, you have a favorite running back you want to go on the record with? Uh, you know, I I I like Stevenson uh, as as a big back, um, but he's he's not my favorite running back. I I I mentioned no. I mean, there's there's not one that I I I love. I I love ATN. Um, I I think he. You know, I I know that Najee Harris is viewed as the number one back. I would go with ATN. Um, I think that he was special at Clemson, and I think he'll be special in the NFL. I don't love him. He doesn't look. Why he doesn't, not? I don't know. He, he just he doesn't do it for me. Like the juice is is. I feel like he's he's making, uh, he's making the most of an easy situation. What's the like that the ACC is bad or that his? <laughs> yeah, that like that that people are worried about Trevor Lawrence. They're not worried about Travis Etienne. Well, first off, I mean, he produced when Lawrence wasn't out of the lineup. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's he had, he's he a scrub. 70, I just I, I he's, he's not a first rounder to me. I understand yeah. not loving him, but ma- but making the best of an easy situation with 78 touchdowns. <laughs> nice job by him. Also a big, also a big workload. I don't know. Relatively yeah, speaking, uh, to some you know, of I, guys. I would I would say I like that, Kenny uh, Gainwell. Yeah, see, I, I I go with your comment on uh, ETN for him. Like I was him? I got ready to watch him, all excited, have heard great things. Yeah, uh, I th- I thought he lacked a little bit. Of, I didn't I didn't think okay. he had the requisite juice I need for a guy uh, that side. I am buying the hype on um, Javante Williams. I I, I actually I like think one of one of my sleeper predictions would be that the Pittsburgh Steelers will take Javante Williams over 
Najee Harris mm-hmm. in the first round. Why is this the first thing that the Steelers like have to take a running back in the first round? What is this? Yeah, idea? I, I don't get that either. I mean, they're a disa- uh, they're a mess of a franchise right now. Okay, because it doesn't make any sense. But anyway, uh, I like Devontae Williams. I worry a little bit that like why is it that he couldn't overtake Michael Carter and was also less productive on a, a per touch basis? But he looks great to me. Um, another another like Khalil Kil- Kil- Herbert GPA. and uh, Elijah Mitchell are my other two day three guys. Okay. All right. Uh, do we can we have an official wide receiver of Birds with Friends? Mm. We all like Bateman in the second round category. Is that too we easy? Did. What are our rules? You know, we've done DJ Moore in the past, so you know okay. he went late first. So I think we could do Bateman. Do last we worry about we the, the lasting effects of COVID? Last year it was Tyler Johnson. It was not a bad pick. I feel good about that. Yeah, let's get Antonio Brown yeah. out of there and let's let him uh, get some more snaps yeah, this I year. Think we did. I think that was fine. Um, yeah, I, I mean, to, to say that Rashad Bateman's the official wide receiver of Birds with Friends, we would have to be saying, I personally think, like, would you take him over, uh, you know, one of the, one of the people ahead of him, you know, because yeah, otherwise you, we just you, like him as much as everybody else likes him. Better than the fourth. We, we think he's, he's a top three receiver in the class. Is that, you, you think that's, yeah, we all like an Elijah Moore, right? Yeah, everybody. No, everybody you gotta, likes you, Elijah Moore. Okay. Yeah, everybody like. I love a Rondell Moore, but Bo does both mm. thinks he's very gadgety. I almost, I almost had him in my mock draft for tomorrow, but uh, backed out. Okay. Now Bo's like a, a big Miami Brown. Brown guy. Yeah, yeah. Bo's I love it. This Dia. Let's talk about him. Okay. Unbelievable. I would say I like in the last, I would say in my last uh, round of draft research, this guy jumped out to me. Yeah, it's I, I'm in on Diami Brown. I mean, I thought he was Zach, fantastic. I am on board. No- Let me see my yeah, notes I mean, here. Uh, yeah, I think he's a good player. I, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't object to him being the official wide receiver. You to just capitulate, just you know, well, for the sake of moving things along. But you know, I mean, I, I, he's a he's I, a perfect guy for a a team whose head coach is a former wide receivers coach, right? Right. He's got all the tools. Was super productive. Uh, ran a very, very limited route tree, but that was what the offense was. No, I think boy, you're going to hear from Coach Flynn on that. You're going to hear from Coach Flynn. That's what everybody that. says. Like he ran four mm-hmm. routes. That's all he did. He think he thinks route trees are. He says route trees are things you uh, you know trim in your yard. You know they're <laughs> not actual uh, things that deserve to be talked about. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I would have to see every route he ran. Again, you're falling into the NFL. Uh, you know, uh, coach speak of you know oh, they didn't even teach Diami De- De- Brown. They just told him go out there, run, and get open. Sure I think it is a thing with that offense. But. All right. Uh, all right. So my notes on him. Uh, so a pair of 1,000-yard seasons, 20 touchdowns, averaged 18.7 yards per reception in his yeah, college career, ran a 4-4-4, very rocked up. You know I like a rocked up receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, thought he, I thought he was quite size. Uh, strong and rocked up, fast, makes plays downfield. I thought his body control – was outstanding. And the other thing that Zach, you know, has mentioned that there are a lot of good slot receivers in this draft, which is true. Uh, Diami Brown, you can line him up there on the outside. I mean, if you're looking yeah. in at like second, third round, uh, and you want an outside receiver, I think he can it's very him well. And Marshall, basically. I wrote why I wrote, why don't we like him more was my last sentence on a Diami Brown. So I'm in on him. Yeah. I, I think, I think he's, uh, all right. Going to be very good. I liked him probably the most of those second tier guys. I would still go Bateman, but okay. I mean, yeah, if I you asked so. me, I do I Shields want Bateman right or is. Brown? I would go a Bateman, but you're, but yeah, yeah, but I think who we like a little bit more than consensus. 
but there's a consensus top three. And so you're saying, you know, I, I mean, there are people who, who like Terrace Marshall Jr. I know nah, Bo is not one of them. Marshall. Yeah, I don't know um, Terrace Marshall. You know, I, I am intrigued by, by, by Anthony Schwartz. Uh, I like Anthony Schwartz too, actually. Like you talk about fast, you know. Yeah. You know, it's and one of those things where like the Eagles try selling. I like it more than Marquise a, Goodwin. Uh, yes. I mean. Yeah, the Eagles oh, tried to sell him out. It's like Tyler Johnson last year. He's a fourth or fifth round guy. <laughs> yeah, Anthony Schwartz can just fly. So I, yeah, I, 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 I thought, thought he was fine. Him. I I had him highlighted here on my spreadsheet, but I didn't. Uh, okay. Do you like the other? Do you like the other Auburn guy? Seth Williams. He I looks like the Seth part. Williams. No, like Seth I don't Williams like and uh, Seth Williams and and Nico Collins are the two guys who. I know. I was disappointed like, in how much. Yeah, I liked they Nico should Collins. be better. Like I, they should be. Better. I didn't want to like him at all, and I kind of did. Oh really? Oh, I didn't yeah. like a Nico Collins at all. He, I mean, he should be if, better. You know, they kept throwing. Yeah, they they kept throwing to the guy Webb uh, on the other side. No, yeah. I mean, what I've got in on Nico Collins, all I needed to read was Dane Brugler say that he's a Nikhil Harry type. Uh, no, yeah, thank you. Fair. Eight broken ta- He's six four, and he broke eight tackles. On 78 catches. Uh, height, weight, speed guy. No, thank you. Fair enough. Now he's guaranteed to be very, very good. <laughs> Congratulations, like AJ Brown, Nico yeah. Collins. Yeah, congrats, Nico. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else uh, Anything else you want to get to here, Zach, on these swoop relatives? Let's let the listeners decide. Uh, Bateman well, or uh, Diami Brown? Let's let, let's let them decide. Okay, let's do that. Well, the thing I – the conversation I wanted to have, and I, I know this is not entirely relevant to the Eagles – um, for the reasons we discussed, but after, after Lawrence, who's, who's your quarterback? Mm. Like, like who's, who's the quarterback that you're putting your money on? By the way, I, Lawrence is going to, Lawrence is going to be a disaster through no fault of his own because that, or that Jaguars organization is just going to combust. Hopefully he gets a good coach in three years. It's so bad. <laughs> Urban is going to run that thing into the ground. It's going to be, it's going to be just right. delightful. Okay. okay. Uh, That's by the way. So I had my uh, I have a projected Zach Ertz trade in my mock draft, and I have uh, where's he going? Urban, Jacksonville. Urban, Urban Meyer paying up. Get, get you know Trevor Lawrence needs a tight end to throw to. Okay. What's the compensation? I have uh, the Eagles trading their fourth rounder and Zach Ertz for the Jaguars' fourth rounder, which is the first of the round, and uh, former third round pick linebacker Quinn and Williams' brother Quincy. Mm, wow. <laughs> Digging deep. Call oh, your shot. Right like now, an hour yeah. and a half looking for the right Zach. Yeah. What a waste of time. All right. Uh, can I? I feel like can, I need to do. Can I do my final research and and go on the record with you? I'll. Here's what I'll do. I'll have it to you uh, by the open of your live show on Thursday. I wanted to spend okay. these last couple days. I, I like a. You know. I I think it would probably come down to a Lance or a Fields for me. But I would like That's to do a little bit too. more on that. Me too. I am I am not in on Zach Wilson, despite the great first name. And I am <laughs> not in on Mac Jones. Um no. but I am I'm I've been in on Fields for you have two years now. And Trey Lance, I admittedly didn't watch Trey Lance in college. I've watched him um in bits and pieces during these past few weeks and so impressed. And then I enjoyed Greg Bishop's story on him <laughs> um, yesterday, um, but uh, was yeah, that a hey I, rookie or <laughs> no? But I did watch his his hey rookie as well. Uh, that was that was a, that was another interesting <laughs> one. Sounds about right. Some some good uh, uh, some some good clips from Marshall 
from Marshall, Minnesota, which is which seemed like it had a, a nice little main strip in the downtown area. Um, but I, I I like Trey Lance, and I really like Justin Fields. So those are the two who I I would take both of them over over Zach Wilson and um, and Mac Jones. Okay, as you're as you're killing time on Thursday with your live show, which I'm plugging for you, uh, you can go. We'll we'll each at that time have to be on record with just ranking the top five quarterbacks, which we can come back okay. to and make fun of ourselves in future. Does that mean you're going to join us with a, a, a quick cameo appearance? No, it means I'm going to uh, text you what my top okay. five are. Marissa, okay, so if you want in on that, feel free. Mac Jones, number one. We're just going to read it off as we see fit for you. Zach Wilson, <laughs> I'll make sure two. it's honest. I'll make sure your, your picks are presented in the order that you picked them. So. Thank you. Do you like Formula One but struggle to keep up with everything that's going on? Then we have the podcast for you. Introducing the Race F1 Briefing, the podcast that brings you the latest F1 headlines in 15 minutes or less. With new episodes dropping on all four days of every race event, you'll never miss out on hearing what went down in practice, qualifying or the Grand Prix itself. And we'll also bring you all the behind the scenes news and gossip from the F1 paddock as well. If that sounds like the F1 podcast for you, search The Race F1 Briefing in your podcast app of choice. We'd love to have you join us. But I've got to say that uh, our comments are very torn, I feel like, on Brown versus mm-hmm. Bateman. Um, we might have to do like a three-way RPS and then one of us actually go into the mm. comments after and count them up. So uh, keep keep those coming. Just write the name of whichever wide receiver you think should be the official wide receiver prospect of uh, Birds with Friends. And uh, we, we will let uh, the I'll, democratic I'll process... Him. I'll tell you. Oh, right you don't, no, sounds like you, a lot of work. Trust, trust me, you have a lot more better things yeah. to do with your time. One of us, uh, one of us could definitely do it. So All speaking right. about RPS, she'll had the, uh, the dialogue in there. Uh, the, the joke dialogue about how Quiddy pay dominated RPS, um, in the meeting in all seriousness though, do you think Sirianni, what are the, I guess, what's the over under if, if I set the over under for 0.5, that Sirianni gets asked about rock, paper, scissors, shoot over at some point. Oh. Over. Whoever gets drafted in the first round, someone's going to ask him if he did rock. Paper, <laughs> you think scissors. someone's going to ask him? Oh, you guaranteed. think someone's using that question on? Them? Yes. I, okay. I, I actually hey, thought. You Quiddy, how you doing? <laughs> no, not ask the player Jacobs in that conference call. Asking Nick Sirianni. Yeah. Do you think someone so? will be okay. asked? At okay. least, at least over the course of the weekend, somebody will ask that. Okay. For sure. I actually thought your question was going to be 0.5. How many of the picks do you think they asked Nick Sirianni about <laughs> before, before selecting? Uh, and I was going to go under on that. All right. Uh, we have the Owl You Know draft in which we draft 30 players, Ooh. 10 each, who we think the Eagles are most likely to select come Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Now, I was thinking about this draft uh, and worried that the incentives when you pick at 12 are a little bit loaded towards just, you know, only getting the guys who are going to be available in the first round. So you guarantee you're going to get one of those guys. So I consulted with our game theory expert, Defop Dennis, who uh, came up with a good system that I think will uh, will work that don't doesn't overweight the back end either. It should be a little bit fair. And what it is, is uh, there's a three point baseline for getting a correct pick. 
and then you get a bonus for each of the rounds. So a, if you get a guy correct in the first round, that's four points. Second round, five points. All the way down to the seventh round, which is 10 points. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I read it over yeah. text. Yes. Zach, yeah. uh, um, Shield, rather, you are the defending champion with Al, you know. I believe you had Jack Driscoll and uh, Jalen Rager last year. And he got Kayvon Walls in his mock draft. He did in his mock draft. Mm -hmm. Would you like to, you can pick your spot, first, second, or third. Mm. I mean, is there, uh, I'm trying to think if, if there's much of an advantage here. Uh, I will go second. I don't, I don't want to do the uh, back-to-backs. Yeah, good call. Zach, you want to go first or third? Third. Okay. Well, oh, no with hesitation. the first overall pick, in the 2021 Al, you know, draft, I will take Alabama wide receiver Devontae Smith. Mm, okay. Uh, I, I'm going to be very unorthodox. I'll tell you that right now in this, uh, in okay. this draft, I did not, uh, I did not come up with a big board. Uh, so I just have on my top 300 spreadsheet here, guys that are highlighted and so i'm just kind of kind of scroll that's, yeah, that's enough see, prep yeah see who i come to um there were guys i thought stood out as maybe uh eagles type guys and that's why i'm gonna pull a shocker i'm pretty sure we have not talked about this guy uh, at any point in our draft prep so far and i don't exactly know how to pronounce his last name so you can help me there i don't have dane's draft guide pulled up uh, i'm gonna go with paulson adibo mm -hmm. adibo what do you think? I think it's a Debo, but I, let me let me find out. Okay, look it up. Yeah, let's get the guy's name right. You know, he's worked hard for this moment. He is a Stanford cornerback. Yeah, not to get drafted, one. to get drafted in this draft. That's what he's worked hard for. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, he's watching. Yeah, uh, six yeah. foot one, one ninety eight. A 21-game starter opted out last season. Yeah. Great ball production. 34 passes defended. Eight interceptions in 22 games. Uh, ran a 4-4-4. Was in the 92nd percentile in the three-cone. Described as competitive and aggressive. If you were a high-percentage man coverage team, this probably would not be uh, the guy for you. He has given up some uh, big plays, so you need to kind of rein him in a little bit, uh, you know, with, with his aggressiveness. But uh, I liked what I, I was reading about this guy, learning about this guy, and I thought, you know, this sounds like a guy who uh, scouting may like, analytics may like, and coaching may like. And so uh, I think I have him go going to the Eagles in my mock in the uh, third round. So if I, if I can yep. hit on a – what? how did you say – how do you pronounce it, Paul? Adebo, Paulson Adebo. Paulson Adebo. If you can give me a Paulson Adebo in the middle rounds, I could probably get the rest of my picks wrong and I still have a good chance at winning, right? That's probably true. I yeah. think uh, I, I, I like an Adebo in the in the third okay. round. I think you're you're certainly banking on the Eagles not taking a corner in the first round, if that's the case. But I think that's uh, that's a good bet. If they don't do that, they're going to take a corner with one of those three day three picks. I think so. That's a good uh, a good position to target. I would say. Okay. Yeah, and and to uh, Shields' point that uh, if if they took him in Howie Roseman's uh, comments, he would say, and I think he'd be accurate saying this. That nobody else played, was up late watching. Yeah, that's what <laughs> no, I was no, say. no. If if he played last season, this is a guy who would be drafted much higher. I think mm. we spoke when we spoke about Gregory Brousseau a few uh, weeks ago. We said if he had the season he had in nineteen in two thousand twenty. 
people would be talking about him much differently. I think the same thing with Paulson Adebo is I think with some of the opt-out players, there's almost like uh, the opposite of a recency bias. People have have forgotten them because it's been so long since they played. Uh, I I I liked him two years ago, and uh, I think he's a good player. Now so, I do worry that like the you know it, this is going to be the kind of thing where you have to talk the coaches into taking somebody who opted out last year. Like oh you know he didn't he didn't love ball enough to play through a pandemic, yeah, which of I course is very ball. ridiculous. But I think that is probably a, you know, a, a a a median coach is probably thinking that way. It's it's actually been very uh, interesting. Some of these guys took, you know, opted out and then like totally reshaped their bodies. Like you know, there are stories of guys going to the Senior Bowl where all of a sudden everybody's like, "Whoa, this does not look like the same guy we saw in film," and it uh, worked out for them. Uh, I'm getting some love. This is a this is a favorite of. Uh, Defop Ryan, so that's good. Uh, others are saying it's a reach. I don't think everyone understands the rules, so I'm getting yeah. three for a Debo, and then I would be getting gonna, yeah, yeah. That's, and then a, I'm that's getting a seven a bomb. point pick or a six that's point. A seven uh, point, yeah. Six point so hit. there's more upside with that than a first yeah. round getting sure. a first round. Back. Yeah, I'm okay. just trying to hit a single. You're trying to hit a double. That's good. Uh, swing for the fences. Well, yeah, so I'm, like a I'm, rounder. I'm trying to get on the board and. I thought Shiel was was going to take Waddle or Sertan. That's why I went with, I, as I said earlier, I think there are four candidates for the Eagles at, at 12. I thought that by picking three and four, I would get 50% of those candidates. Now I'm kind of in the situation that Howie Roseman's a guy that he could be in where you have three guys available. You don't, it's, it's, it's not obvious. Um, so I'm going to go with, uh, I will go with the two corners here, so I will corner that market. Uh, I think that's I the right go, decision. Yeah, I will go with Horn and Sertan, and um, if they take a corner in the first round, I am confident I'm getting points. Mm, okay. Wow, watch them watch them trade back and uh, take Greg <laughs> Newsom or, or yeah, guy, or, or trade up for really uh, Eric like, Stokes. The corner I really like is Tyson Campbell. Um, I, I, I mentioned in our second round piece, I like him more than Stokes. I know Stokes gets more love of the Georgia corners, uh, but Tyson Campbell, 20 years old, I believe. And I've been watching him for, 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 for three years now, right? Like he's started since day one. He's been, uh, he's okay. a player. Watch so, his college football flex. Okay. Well, Georgia's on. I, I mean, Georgia's always on. And when you watch Georgia, you know, they have a lot of local guys. They had DeAndre Swift last year. They had Mark Webb this year. So, um, yeah. So I, I did watch a lot of Georgia. The concern with Campbell are his lack of ball skills. And that's yes. something that I wonder. I don't know. Uh, but you wonder if that's something that can really be improved or if that's just sort of something you would have uh, at this level. 11 passes defended in three full seasons for... Uh, Needs a for nose job so that he can finally have a nose for the ball. Tyson Campbell. But you, you are right, Zach. He is a sort of traits-based uh, yeah. player in a four-three-six, And so if you believe in your coaching and you believe in a Jonathan Gannon, then maybe you uh, take somebody like that. All right, so I'm up again here, huh? You should are I up swing again. For the, should I swing for the fences again? Let's see. Who you. else do I like now here? You want to yeah, diversify I'm going to take another big swing here. There will okay. be a time to diversify my bets. Uh, I am going to take Darren Hall. Really? San Diego State. I've got wow. the Eagles taking him in I the sixth round. I feel like you have round. some kind of inside knowledge here, making the <laughs> yeah. second pick, your fifth uh, overall pick. Assure, 
I can assure you that I did not give this the type of thought you may think uh, that, that I gave. I don't it. know. Well, yeah, 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 you like to say this, but like sneakily, you are very proud of the Jack Driscoll Kayvon Wallace thing from last year. Listen, you want to defend year, that belt. Listen, last year I got Rager. Wallace and Driscoll. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. three players in a seven round mock is unbelievable. Uh, I do have a history here. We all remember how I made Bill Poley and eat his words with my Jermaine Effetti pick on national TV. That's, That's going on right now as we speak, by the way. I wonder who uh, T Mac would pick for the Eagles. I mean, Zach, have you learned nothing about like this? But you don't tell people something else is on. I mean, this is like TV 101. Now all of a sudden people are putting that on a second screen. We're boring them to death. And they're throwing on uh, ESP. You don't tell them what else is on. I mean, unbelievable. We got a lot of work to do with you. Um, and of course, I got uh, Marcus Smith. Now, I had the Eagles taking Marcus Smith in the second mm. round. So I don't know if that counts, but I did land the uh, Marcus Smith pick. So I'm not good at telling you which players are going to be good, but a little bit of a track record about telling you which uh, what the team's going to do. So Darren Hall, 5'11", 188. Cornerback from San Diego State started his career at safety before moving over to corner. I'm basically a sucker for anybody uh, with that in their bio because I know how much coaches love a little versatility. Uh, started 22 games, great ball production, 31 passes defended, six interceptions, ran a 4 4 1. You know, might have some versatility. Is he a corner? Is he a, is he a slot? Is he a safety? I don't know, but it's the sixth round. So if he can do, you know, if he can be a backup in like two of those spots, then that's a uh, a home run pick. So I, I think what you're finding with my first two picks is I'm trying to find people who, you know, Howie Roseman can make the pick. And then there's not like one department that is asking him, mm. what the heck were you thinking with this pick? It's, it gives a little bit to all those departments, analytics, scouting, coaching, all that. So Darren Hall, there you go. I know you weren't expecting that. I was not. Why is Shield taking these guys early? Brett, come on. You got to keep up here because if I get a six If you get one pick, of these guys right, it's going to take us getting two people right yeah. to Exactly. Pass you. Yes. Thank you. There you uh, go. Okay. Well, I will. Uh, I'm going to stick with trying to hit a single here um, and go with the other player who I think is likely, if they have to stay at 12 and make a pick and hold their nose and do it, or a small trade back, and that is Quiddy Pay. I think that is wow. uh, on the table. Okay. Um, you know, I just like he's got the he's got the body and the testing. You know, he's like the you know the the number one freak on um, Bruce Feldman's yeah. list. But like he doesn't play like a like you know it's not like he's like Jason Owe who's like an unrefined player. He's like he's just running into guys. He's like a run defender first. Uh, he like no production in four years. I just. He just not no sack he just production. doesn't yeah. do it. Yeah, no sack production. I don't you know. Maybe that's what he was asked to do, but he doesn't do it for me. Um and then I'm gonna take another defensive end uh with my third pick in the 2021 Alino draft. Uh and that is uh gotta be the the handsomest, most intelligent, uh sexiest player in the draft. And that is Carlos Boogie Basham. Great nickname. Uh, great nickname from Wake Forest, um, who looks to me uh, like the profile is if he hits his upside, he is like an exact one for one replacement for Brandon Graham. He is yeah, the same great. type of player uh, in terms of the way he rushes the passer uh, with power. He can slide inside on third down, replace that as well. Um, I like him a lot. He's a little bit older than I like. He's already over 23. So that's why I think he falls this far. That's why I don't 
uh, rank him above like a Joe Tryon when we do these exercises. But I think he is a a perfect fit for uh, what the Eagles would be looking for. I think in the second round, he makes a lot of sense. Okay. All right. So it's back to me. Let's see. What do I want to do here? Hmm. Kind of like that guy. Kind of like this guy. Ooh, this guy was interesting and he wasn't in, you know, he wasn't in my uh, mock draft. I couldn't squeeze him in there and I did want to squeeze him in there a little bit. Should I do it? Well, let's go for it. I'm going to stay on brand here. We're staying out of the first round. First round is for, you know, it's you, fine. I, I've, I've wanted to use this for a while. First round is for you casuals. Mm. That's what kids are saying that nowadays, right, Marissa? People get called a casual. Marissa's <laughs> like, God, this is the worst podcast <laughs> of all time. All right. Marissa all right. gets, Marissa for this draft gets um, all Maryland players. I like that. Okay. Like we one. got that, that running back funk who, uh, who, who, who's Rebrack wrote about. We want the funk. Yeah. If you didn't go to Maryland. Oh, there you go. If you didn't go to Maryland, what was uh, what was the second choice, if not for Maryland? I feel like we should give you another school. Um, I was between Maryland and Florida, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if I we can like just it. give you Florida. Yeah, <laughs> she gets it. Unless right. one of us, if, I mean, if you're going to choose a Florida player, okay, okay. we have a conversation. I'm trying to think. I don't think I'm going to choose a Florida player. There's one on my board. There's one. Oh, on my there. gosh. There's two. There's you two can... on my board, actually. Wow. Alternate. Three on alternate... my board. There's three on my board. Wow. <laughs> In an alternate universe, she's yeah. firing back at your Urban Meyer quicks yeah. here, and you know she's doing say, the gator I think you job. Are, I think you are, uh, you are uh, trying to make Marissa older than she is, thinking that she would have been there with Urban <laughs> yeah, Meyer. I mean, the legend, no, the legend of yeah. I don't know. All right, I will go with. I know this is a bow favorite of Milton Williams. Ooh, nice tiny Defensive arms, super athletic. Tack- oh, that's how I get described all the time. <laughs> Defensive tackle. Louisiana Tech, six foot three, 284, 10 sacks, 19 tackles for loss the last two seasons. Played a little defensive end, played a little defensive tackle. Uh, elite athletic testing. You know, he has a very nice, if you like those spider graphs, he's got a very nice uh, spider graph. So I think he would fit in very well in a four three, give you some pass rush on the interior. And, uh, you know, maybe like a, what, like a third rounder, Bo? Where yeah. is he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think you're looking at him at 70, potentially. Okay. Uh, a good uh, uh, suggestion in the comments that Marissa should get also get points if any, if the Titans select any of the players that we have. I, yeah, I'm in on <laughs> that. Yeah. If you take Florida players, then she gets Maryland and Titans. If you don't take Florida okay. players, she gets Maryland and Florida. How about that? Deal. That's good. That's good. Okay. All right, Zach. I'll add this to my list of things on draft weekend that <laughs> I have turn. to keep an eye on. Yeah, so if I will we'll uh, take care of this. Who, no, who are we kidding? <laughs> if when Shields playing skee ball and he's he's throwing the ball to the uh, corners to try to get the big points, hundred percent. I'm throwing softly to the front, right? Jalen Waddle's <laughs> still on the board. Um, I'm I'm going to take seventy five percent of the four guys in my <laughs> stay at twelve tier. So give me Jalen Waddle here, right? So I think uh, I, I like. It's a fine pick because if he gets there, they'll take him. I just, I think he's like, this is how the draft played out. I think he is unlikely to get there. I think he is the least likely of those guys, but yeah, that's fine. And then, uh, so there's, there's a, there's a few different ways I was thinking of, go, of going here, <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to go defensive end who I I'm going, I'm breaking form. Cause I, I typically go with guys that I watch on Saturdays. And this is someone who I admittedly didn't watch on Saturday. So this has been one of those, 
If you check my YouTube history, you'll see his name in the YouTube history. I don't think any of us wants to check out YouTube. Yeah, let's be careful there, my friend. <laughs> Uh, it's a, it's a lot of college football video. Uh, sure, um, we, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Um, and that is and a that's lot of room Peyton. on the broom and dump truck disco in there. <laughs> and that's Peyton Turner. Uh, Peyton oh, Turner I from love Houston. Peyton Turner. Uh, really? So did, yeah. did did not know much about him honestly before the draft process. I had known his name, but wasn't a big time producer before this year. This year had had what five sacks in six games or five sacks in five games, something of that nature. Um, six five, two seventy, thirty five inch arms. Uh, this is the type of you know he can he can flex inside. The Eagles are not just in this in this penetrating scheme anymore. Um, so he's someone who I can see them. Uh, I know he's being talked about in the second round, but if he 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 has that second third right up on Dane's uh in in Dane's the Beast. So I I can see that being if he's there in the third round, that'd be an interesting one to go with. So Peyton I like, Turner. I like a Peyton Turner. He he also has that uh inside outside versatility if you want to bump him inside on third downs. I think he also also would potentially make sense as a uh trade down in round 2 if if that's yep. where the board falls. So I think that's a good pick. Thank okay. You. Uh all right, I'm up. Let's continue to take some swings here. I will go with Kendrick Green, Ooh, offensive nice. lineman from Illinois. Okay, so uh, Kendrick Green uh, is the pick That's here. On my board. Okay, six. You oh, you really do have a board, huh? I, I only did the top ten, and then I just have other guys. Uh, who um, who were the who are the guys that were taken so far that were on your board, and where were they taken? Smith was one, Horn was two, Sertan was three, Pay was four, Basham was oh. five. Wow, what a gutless board! Unbelievable. And Green okay. was ten. Well, now then it jumps around. Okay. Uh, all right. So this is uh, Peyton Turner not, is fourteen. Where do you think a Kendrick Green is going to go in this in this draft? Third or third fourth. round? I think yeah, I, I think that uh, that second third round pick is a good landing spot for for Kendrick Green. Okay. I have him yeah. in the uh, best case scenario mock draft there. Uh, yeah, I I have him in my mock, but I was having the Eagles trading up to the top of the fourth and getting him. So who knows if that will happen? Uh, six foot two, three oh five. 33 starts, 29 at guard, four at center, uh, tested really well, should be able to play any three uh, interior offensive line positions. So you don't have to like, you know, just force them in there for one of those guys. But if somebody gets injured, uh, you have an option there. So Kendrick Green is my pick. All right. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to stick to my board. I'm going to do what I uh, would expect Howie Roseman to do. And I'm going to double down on the Georgia corners. Give me Eric Stokes and Tyson Campbell. Wow, really? Uh, I, I think, am shocked. I think one of those guys is a is a legit possibility for the back end of round one or the uh, middle of round or top or middle of round two. Hmm, that's interesting. Why does that shock you? Uh, I don't know. I, I, you know, I none of neither of them jumped out to me as a player that I love. You know, they they were they're very uh, traits based uh, players with elite speed. When I read uh, panics at times. For Eric Stokes, nine penalties, not a great tackler. I don't know. It depends what kind of corner you like. Those are some flags for me. It doesn't mean he's going to be a bad player. It doesn't mean they're not going to take him. But uh, I don't know. Then that's kind of how I was looking at it. That's fair. I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah. not uh, endorsing them as good picks. I'm just. <laughs> I think. I think if they take for a you corner in round the two, Eagles. the. Okay. It, you know, it's going to be one of those guys or someone else who could be on the board here. But I'll save that. Maybe Zach wants the guy from his own school. 
Who do I have so far? Have you been writing this? You down? have Paulson Adebo, Darren Hall, Milton <laughs> oh Williams, God. and Kendrick Green. Wow, dream team right there. All right, Milton Williams and Green. Okay, I am going to go with in this spot. Uh, we'll move up the board a little bit. We're not quite going to get to like the top fifty, but uh, let's go with a Jabril Cox mm. linebacker. From LSU, potentially a third-round pick. Uh, Dane Brugler talked about uh, Jabril Cox when he he was on with us. Started his career at North Dakota State, transferred to LSU last year, played very well. Was a team captain. They, people seem to love his sort of uh, football demeanor, IQ, leadership, all those things. Six foot three, two thirty-two. Uh, really has the upside to be a three-down linebacker uh had very good numbers i believe last year just in coverage and that was uh, at lsu playing against the uh, sec and so uh, i will go with jabril cox here so i'm gonna go with asante samuel jr Ooh, Ooh, that was that was debating him or jabril cox right there and i think asante samuel jr would make a lot of sense at 37 if the eagles went wide receiver or even edge rusher in the first round, uh, the I, I I know the size is the knock on him. If the size wasn't the knock on him, there'd be talk of, about him at, at at pick number twelve. That's the type of player he is. Obviously, the bloodlines, uh, the Eagles know the the Samuel family. So give me a, a Sante Samuel Jr. And then uh, hold on, hold yes. on. Would you have if Bo didn't take those Georgia corners? Would you have taken Asante Samuel ahead of them, or would you have taken a Georgia no. corner? No, I, I I would take a Georgia corner ahead. Mm. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I would take Samuel in this draft. In this draft, in the, I I think the Eagles would be more likely to take Samuel. Yeah, over I agree. I would. Georgia that's corner. surprised by I, th- I think obviously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think <laughs> they're the, definitely going to take a Georgia corner now. <laughs> so between see the thing I like about the Georgia corners is like you know those guys can play on the outside. Um, they, they fit the height, weight, speed of, of what you look for. Asante Samuel, you know, be, between him and Avante Maddox, you're putting one in, in the slot and you're putting mm-hmm. one on the outside. But I, I, I just think Samuel has a role for you on day one. I just thought about how fun this would be listening to WIP with an Avante and an Asante uh, in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This has to happen now. And then, uh, my next pick, I'm going with a guy who's a personal favorite of mine. Um, mm-hmm. And that is Davion Nixon. Uh, I yeah, don't you know love why. Him. I don't know why he's not getting more buzz. Okay, uh, unanimous All American, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, like has has so much of what you look for from a penetrating defensive tackle. Uh, and he's 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 one of these guys who just seems that like on these big boards he's slipping. But if he's there in the third round. That is someone who I'd be extraordinarily interested in. I I had him as a potential second round pick back when we were assigned to do mock drafts in January, I think it was. And during the pre-draft process, he's he's he sunk. And that says to me, like, just based on what I saw on Saturdays, give me Davion Nixon. Yeah, I know you are right about that. I mean, I don't know if it's uh we don't know medicals and that kind of stuff sure. for some of these Character, guys. So yeah. who knows? But um, okay. Davion Nixon art. Who am I going to take arms here? On Davion Nixon. Yeah. Do you, do you just have every guy's arm length memorized? Like this has been your go-to. No, but comment. I went through the. I, I went through each of the defensive lines on 
uh, Brugler's thing and just noted the guys with long and short arms. That's all. Mm. And and you like bumped up the guys with the long arms? You just put a note there. All right. What do you, you okay, Jerry has an arrow. Hi, Jerry. I mean, really. <laughs> well, well, I'm, strong I mean, I'm not saying I like them more. I just know <laughs> I know the kind of player he is. Milton Williams has tiny arms. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see. Who should I take here? I'm scrolling up and down. Ooh, I was hoping that it's like in a fantasy draft. I was hoping that Asante was going to get back to me here uh, for this pick, but Zach just uh, scooped him up right there. You got some some of those guys that I'm looking at that could be interesting. Uh, if they trade back, that would be good, but is the upside there? I don't know. Let's look at my paper here. Uh, all right, I'm going to take a couple more big swings. Let's see, I have five players. I'm going to take two more big swings, and then you know maybe I'll go to like some top 50 guys. All right. Next big swing is going to be uh, a player who I had uh, another player I have in my Eagles mock here. As you can tell, I didn't do a, I didn't want to do double the research, so I'm just going with those guys. How about an Ellerson Smith, mm. edge defender out of Northern Iowa? All right, Ellerson Smith did not get a lot of interest coming out of high school. Six foot six. 252 pounds, 2019, had 14 sacks and 21 and a half tackles for loss. So he was dominating that level of competition. Uh, very good athlete. I like his spider chart. Uh, opted out last year. I like that. I mean, really, why put yourself at risk yeah. if you don't have to? Uh, go do something else. Well, uh, also, they didn't even have a fall season, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, he he could have transferred, right? Like He, he could have. Yeah. yeah. Why bother? Yeah. Yeah. Who's, hang out. Who, yeah. who's got time for all that? Go work out, get ready for the NFL, my friend, yeah. really. Um, so I, I I had the Eagles maybe taking a flyer on him in like the fifth uh, fifth round. I had him at, with the 150th pick overall. I like an Ellerson Smith. I like a productive small school pass rusher. Uh, he was actually pretty high, highly ranked in Jeremiah's recent top 150. Mm. Chance he is not there in the fifth round. Mm. Okay. Well, for our purposes, it doesn't matter. You know, no, it pick him matter. wherever you want to pick him. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to take some uh, bigger swings. One swinging for a double, one swinging for a home run. Um, both linebackers. I'm going to start with Ohio State's Pete Werner. Mm, I like that one. In That's, the third he's round. highlighted on my board. Uh, he is uh, mocked to the Eagles in my mock for tomorrow. Um, you know, a lot of like tough to, to tell the difference in like the profiles between him and Baron Browning, the other linebacker from Ohio State even though they're different type of players Warner three-year starter I think the Eagles are going to like overvalue um like who are football guys a little bit in this draft that's just like the sense that I'm getting from even the way that Sirianni talks Warner can play in the middle and also had a lot of uh, coverage responsibilities at Ohio State so I go Pete Werner I like that one uh and then uh the other thing that I feel like the Eagles will do if they do not come out of the first round with uh, any of the Alabama players is they will make sure that at some point during the draft, <laughs> they draft an Alabama that. player. Crazy. Come on. Still, this is so they don't have to hear about it anymore. And uh, so I'm going Dylan Moses from Alabama, who also just would make sense as a fourth or fifth round pick, uh, you know, captain of the defense at Alabama. You could, you could do worse than that. A little bit if limited. This was the 2000, if this was the 2019 draft, we'd be talking about him night one. That type of player two years ago, and then ACL and hasn't been the same. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Dylan Moses. Okay. 
All right, I'm going to take one more big swing here. You asked about sort of late-round running backs. I thought this could be a guy Eagles uh, take a shot on. Kylan Hill, the running back from uh, Oklahoma Missy- State. Why does no, he stink? Uh, Mississippi you don't State. Like I think he stinks. <laughs> oh, Mississippi State, yeah. Mississippi State. Uh, oh, shoot. You know, I wrote Oklahoma State in our mock draft that's supposed to go off tomorrow. <laughs> so we should probably uh, we should probably change that. It's the seventh round. You know, I'm looking at the 200. Yeah, sure. Totally. Like, it could definitely happen. What I really liked is that it said, um, uh, I think, I believe he played three games, but then butted heads with Mike Leach and said, I'm out of here. Yeah. Oh, so that, like that. that endeared him to me yeah. uh, a little bit. 5.6 yards per carry, over 2,500 yards. And hey, listen, you don't need to have a whole, um, you, you don't need to give me your, the Kylan. I don't need to give you the Kylan Hill uh, rundown here. This is a seventh round pick, but uh, not an athlete, just like unathletic ball carrier uh, who had a lot I of mean, touches. Uh, I don't know. Did it, was his testing bad? I think so. Okay. Well, Spoke check. out last year against the state flag, right? Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I mean, I'm back yeah. in on. Yeah. Uh, speaking of running backs, Zach, do you know where Kenneth Gainwell is from? Where he's I do from? This, I, I mean, he he went to Memphis. Uh, where is he from? You, I can't. Um, I'm actually, I cannot believe you. He, don't know this, this is is shocking. He, is he from Philadelphia, uh, oh, Mississippi? No. Oh my! Uh, oh, no, he's from he's from Yazoo City. Yes, yeah, yeah, Yazoo your City. favorite town. Yes. There's someone else from Philadelphia, Mississippi. I forget who it was because when I did the edit, find Philadelphia, he was in there. Uh, but yeah, he's 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 from Yazoo City. I, I actually did know that about. I like one. I like this uh, comment from A Sutherland after my uh, pick of Ellerson Smith. He said, "I didn't even know there existed a northern part of Iowa." <laughs> so that's a fair point. Yeah. Farouk Manesh. Okay. Uh, Kylan Hill uh, didn't test very well, although he tested okay in the jumps. So it was like average, not, right? Average to below average. Yeah, below average, but yeah, not not quite as bad as I thought. Uh, listen, you numbers guys, you know, you're looking at all that. Uh, I look at I look at a guy's character. I want to know the size <laughs> of his heart. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so my pick here, Shield said that Nick Sirianni is not getting any say in this draft. Mm. But what about? It, he he pounds the table and he says, I want someone who's from a football family, son of a coach in Western New York. That's my kind of guy. Loves ball, right? That is a Nick Sirianni guy to a T because that's Nick Sirianni. Isaiah McDuffie from Boston College. Football family, son of a coach from Buffalo. Um, now, this is someone who – OJ's here, kid? OJ McDuffie. He's not OJ McDuffie's okay. kid, no. Um but uh, he would be he, like grandkid probably at this point. <laughs> but he is, uh, he's he's slight. He's on the slighter side. Did he choose uh, to play for Adazio? Did he choose? Mm. I'm presuming he that's did. That's a red flag. Um, for me. He initially flag, committed. Yeah, he initially committed to Syracuse, but then they Ooh. had a coaching change. Mm. Another red and, flag. And and <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, transferred to Boston College, and, or, or or didn't transfer. Committed to Boston College thereafter. And, uh, but he is, he's your weak side linebacker type, right? Like, like this is not a guy you're, you're, you're kind of put on the strong side, but he can play in space at the minimum. He'll help on, on, on special teams. Um, and so give me a, a, with a day three pick Isaiah McDuffie. And then, uh, so hold, hold on Jake, Jake with a good comment about how Zach is very animated on a Tuesday at nine 30 talking about like this guy, Isaiah McDuffie. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You're bringing the juice. Good juice. Yeah. Out of you. Um, and then uh, 
I'm going to go with someone who I have not watched here, but I'm chasing points. Uh, this is a this is a, a, a shout out to Dane Brugler um, because Dane Brugler had him in the mock draft, and that was the first time he went onto my radar when I had to analyze Dane Brugler's mock draft. And I, I don't want to speak on Shields' behalf here, but I did see Shields' mock draft, and I know he's he's getting in there. And that is Zach Davidson, the tight oh, end from from Central Missouri, tight end slash punter. Now, uh, when I was covering the Giants, I covered Zach Diasi, who was drafted as a linebacker who had long snapper flexibility, and he eventually just became a long snapper. Um, now, injury contributed to that, but the thing is, is, is you don't want your specialist also playing tight end because you don't want your punter to get hurt, right? Um, so Scared money and, don't make money. And, right. and, and also, I, I don't know if like a punter at Central Missouri, is it Central Missouri? I don't know yeah. if a punter at Central Missouri uh, is necessarily an NFL caliber punter. That being said, Have give you seen these six, punters? Come on. <laughs> give me a six foot seven tight end slash yeah. punter from Central Missouri with the first name Zach. Um, I am all in on this. Uh, I, I, I want to give Dane credit too. And because I don't know much about him other than what I read in Dane's bio, it's pretty athletic. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, if, if, if you look at the tight end spreadsheet, his, his numbers jump out there. So, uh, if he's a seventh round pick and I get some points <laughs> here, I'm going with Zach Davidson. Wait, what, what tight end spreadsheet effort. is this? Uh, no it, one shared uh, this on the Brugler. Me. Oh, oh, okay. On Brugler's, oh, where he has them all listed, gotcha. by you know, and he has his all their times. Yeah, insane yeah. effort out of Marissa to be updating the board of the Alino draft <laughs> live on the uh, on the bottom third here on YouTube. Uh, I think Shields, it's like you, you have three picks left. I think it's like one of those things where you're like sleepy in class, and so you force right. yourself to take notes. <laughs> she wasn't so doing that that goes off. I did mess yeah. one up at one point. Yeah. I had to yeah. correct myself. But uh, do you, how about Davidson's uh, numbers as a pass catcher in 2019? Yeah, pretty good. 40 catches for 894 yards and 15 touchdowns. I mean, I don't know the level of competition in Central Missouri, but like that would be good for like a high school senior, you know? He so was, he was uh, probably like the like the, the Zayvon Collins descriptions where he was just a man among boys out there. Yeah, uh, I would be, uh, I think that would be exciting. Bo, do I have uh, two picks left or three, three picks left? Three picks left. Three picks. Okay. Now I'm going to go with some people you may have heard of. Uh, no one has said Rashad Bateman yet, right? Correct. Okay. I will go with Rashad Bateman. You know, he could be a player who's there at 37. He could be a, uh, you know, you trade down to even the end of the first round and he could be available. And so um, I think I cover myself in a couple areas there where he could be a possibility. We don't need to get into Rashad Bateman. We've talked about him enough. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know, I've, you know, when you're doing this, you want to diversify a little bit. You don't want to only take guys who you have in your yourself. mock draft. You because that way you increase the chance that you can say you were right about something. Oh, you're right about, about that. Right. Yeah, you're right about that. I blew it there. Yeah, you're right. You, you're uh, with I mean, that. I had, a guys. Just went up. I had I had I had Pete Werner, but uh, so I am not going to take the Florida safety that I have mocked to the Eagles. Uh, instead, I'm going to take the Florida cornerback Marco Wilson, uh, who started for three years, ran like a sub four four, and is a, a day three pick. Give me Marco Wilson. Okay. And then, hmm, I should take one more realistic first three rounds guy, probably. Hmm. I'll save that for later. 
An hour and 24 take. minutes in <laughs> to the guy who said he has a board. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know what? I should have done this before. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Zach's boy. Give me Ifiatu Melifanwu, the yes. Syracuse corner, who is another uh, potential day two pick, either at 37. You trade down from 37, or you trade up from 70, or or even makes it to 70. Uh, a guy who uh, some people like a lot more than some of those other that group of corners. Looks the part. That's for sure. Okay. Well, I creepy. am up. Uh, I will go with I'll go with the guy I gassed up earlier, uh, Christian Barmore. You know, maybe they uh, maybe they trade back. Maybe he does slip, and you get a motivated player at number thirty-seven. Um, so I will go with him here. I'm going to go with Robert Hainsey from Notre Ooh. Dame. Yeah, you know, uh, you, don't wanna, you, don't wanna, you don't want to be like too close to him. He's a little Hainsey. Ah. <laughs> uh, he was a right tackle at Notre Dame, uh, but is, is is being projected as a guard center type in the NFL. Considerable experience, uh, athletically comparable to Isaac Sayamalu, so has that versatile profile. A Western PA guy, and you know the Western PA influence on this Eagles staff between Andy Weidel and Tom Donahoe, Jim Ward. You know, um, Jill, so, you know this. <laughs> so I haven't heard uh, of any of those people before <laughs> in my life. <laughs> uh, so Robert Hainsey is the guy that I'm going with here. I thought Bo was going to go with, uh, he thought about switching to boxers, but decided to stick with Hainsey. <laughs> Not bad. Okay. Not bad. Uh, I'll think about All right. Uh, Zach, you have one more. Zach, you have your last oh, pick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your, your pick so far, Zach. J.C. Horn, Patrick Satan, Jalen Waddell, Peyton Turner, Asante Samuel Jr., Davion Nixon, Isaiah McDuffie, Zach Davidson, and Robert Hainsey. So I'm I'm going to try to get into that um, second-round edge Uh-oh. rusher sweet spot that I've spoken mm-hmm. about uh, because I, I do think that's a spot to watch. And I will go with uh, Jason O. I'm, I'm sorry with my pronunciations here. I need to do a, a, a better job. Is it Owe? Yeah, you um, got it. Yeah, it's just okay. Uh, Jason Owe, and that's that's one of those where you're just looking at the measurables and you're going to coach him up. Uh, Jersey guy, so uh, so we know Marissa's. I'm going to like him, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, yeah. I'm going to go with Jason Owe. Marissa in her head scheme, is man. like I freaking hate that guy. <laughs> It's like her least favorite player in the draft. Okay. All right. Uh, I am up my last Do I get pick. all the Jersey people too? Yeah, <laughs> let's not push it. Yeah. No. Right. Settle on. down over there. All right. Um, all right. Uh, I guess someone's got to take the official potentially. I got the one potentially official mm-hmm. wide receiver of Birds with Friends. I'll take the other one. I think, Di- I think he is the official wide receiver. You think it's going to be Diami? I think so. Okay. Diami Brown I will take with my final pick. Okay. Uh, I will close things out by not sticking to my board. The top player on my board here is Joe Tryon, but that's not super exciting. We've already talked about him. I want to take a late swing uh, just in case it comes down to it and I can uh, turn things around. Give me, with the final pick of the 2021 Owl You Know draft, uh, I'm looking for a sixth or seventh round pick here. Penn State offensive lineman and full sentence all-star, Will Fries. Will Fries, who has uh, experience playing 
all over the offensive line. Not very good, but that doesn't matter. It's not what we're hoping for. We're hoping for a seventh round pick. It's yeah, seven, so yeah. There you okay. go. All right. All right. Uh, should we buzz through some of these uh, bird lines real quick? Oh, there's more at the hour 28 mark. Okay. Yeah. All right. When you say buzz through, let's see what now, you mean of course, by that. Well, well, Marissa has some of these uh, loaded up now, of course. A reminder. You don't have that, to do them. Oh, if Marissa did the work, we're doing all <laughs> Yeah, she did the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go. Uh, a reminder, of course, Zach and I will be live Thursday night here along with Marissa through from the beginning of round one through the Eagles pick. So hopefully they pick a 12 or trade up and don't trade back and we're here for like three hours at a time. But well, now that now that we have this great stream yard, like I mean, you know, if I want you can to, pop I can, in. I can yeah. just no, I can just message Marissa something, and she can she can put up there like Capadia colon Bo is you know <laughs> that's a ridiculous take by Bo or something. So we'll see. And after you, you can after also just pop stream, in. The athletic football show will be streaming mm. around nine thirty Eastern to the end of the first round, so you yeah. can full. Full draft coverage. There you go. And then we're, do, of course, doing an actual post-game podcast. So if you yeah, so then we, uh, for after each of the round or after each of the days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Wait, we'll is have, is that a that's that's not a live show, right? The post-game podcast. That's just a post-game pod. We'll see how crazy what they do okay. is, whether it All deserves right. to be live. Yeah. Okay. That yeah, that's a good idea, Marissa. Sorry, we're not doing that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's morning, go. Listen, I listen. Out the She's Jets, Browns. Bills and Packers podcast. Oh my god! Can't you do the Jets show right now? I I, 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 I guess they they have the, the second first round pick, but yeah, they yeah. know who they're taking. Well, they have to see if Zach Wilson tweets anything offensive between now and Thursday. <laughs> okay, let's get to these. Let's go. Uh, do you have these, Marissa? Do you want to just pop them up? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what. It one. doesn't matter what order. Whatever you, whatever is easiest for you, just go right down right. down the list. Uh, total number of combined wide receiver and corners taken by the Eagles versus the total number of defensive players taken by the Eagles. I'll go defense. Do the cornerbacks yeah, so the, the, the cornerbacks that, count in the defensive players, correct? Yeah. So they can so work in both categories. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, probably it would probably be saying, fairer to is do. Is it, it. going to be more wide receivers or more non-cornerback defensive players? Yeah. Is the question. Yes. Correct. Right. Correct. Which seems too easy. Defensive yeah. players, yeah. yeah. Defensive players, correct. Okay. That's what if why it was, a, a yeah, what if it was, what if it was non-corners, yeah. Yeah. Even still, I think I would take defensive players. I don't think they're going to take more than three combined wide receiver corners. Yeah, I, I would probably still take defensive players. I agree. Okay. Did you guys, as you were going through your mock drafts, did you feel like you were able to hit like all the needs that you needed? It's a, it's uh, like I, it's always an interesting exercise just to see it like to to see how uh, feckless the process the, the process can actually be like you're not going you're you're going to get three players who matter. Um, anyway, go ahead. What were we going to say? Sean? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I got through the first three rounds and had three out of four defensive players, which I didn't love. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't. I would have liked to end up probably with another offensive lineman, and I didn't even like think about running back or tight end until the seventh round. And I only took a running. Uh, oh no, I forgot Zach Davidson. Yeah, so that's why yeah. I squeezed Zach Davidson in there. So, uh, yeah, it was, it is tough. Yeah. You do the, uh, the, the, the online mock drafts, um, you know, the machines, the mock draft machines. Yeah. And 
But in each one, it's it's always like, well, there's no chance this guy is on the board. Yeah, I hate this, this like like the so. bragging, like the like the <laughs> screenshot of like, look at this draft I got. Well, like yeah. it's not gonna, it's not a realistic thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're exactly. just gonna get like Trevor Lawrence at twelve. Like, just gonna <laughs> yeah, settle so. down, let people have fun with some mock draft <laughs> exactly. simulators. Unbelievable. You can so what else go after the so aggregators I'm... next or something and go full uh, <laughs> NBA hole? Right. Yeah. So I I went That's to good. Bain's Did mock. you just coin that? No, that's been said many no, times. Okay. So then I went to Dane seven round mock, and you know, you you look within plus or minus X picks of the Eagles uh, is a guy within that range. So that's that's how I was doing it. Okay. Okay. All right. What's next? Over under four linemen on both sides of the ball, offense or defense, taken in the draft mm. by the Eagles. Ooh. Of course, they've got eleven picks. May not make all eleven picks. I would go. I would go under. I'm going push. I wish there was a half here. Okay, let's call it three and a half. Over. All right. I would have gone under for four because to to win that bet, you would have to get five. So yeah, uh, that seems like too many. Three and a half. Now, yeah, that's a better number. Is three and a half. I would say lineman. You're giving me an edge. DV eleven picks. I think, yeah, I, yeah, four may be the number. So I, I, I think I would go under still. I think there's I a better chance of under. More than one offensive lineman. Um, they've got like enough depth. Uh, uh, I mean, seven, those seventh round picks. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, it, yeah, when, you, when it comes to the sixth and seventh round, it doesn't really uh, matter. But my get, my, I would say three. So we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Okay. Next up, will Zacherts net a draft pick value? Better or worse than a top 100 pick. So, for instance, a pick 105 plus a sixth would be better. Mm. I think worse. I, I will say worse. I would say worse. Yeah. I had, uh, again, on the uh, trade, I had them sw- like moving 20 spots in the fourth round and picking up a uh, backup line better. Yeah, I think, I mean, at a top 100 pick is first three rounds. Yeah. If they were able to get it, they, they would have done already. that already. Done already. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Next up, over under two and a half defensive backs taken by the Eagles. That's a good one. That is a good one. I'm going over on that one. Actually, but this is the like, this is the position I was mad at myself at the end. I didn't get them a safety in my mock draft. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to consider a uh, your boy, the guy uh, to, a Darren, a Hall, Darren Hall. Unless you think, yeah. Maybe he can play a little safety. She yeah. has to have inside info on on Darren. There's got to be some Darren Hall. Somebody there. What inside that information is... would I have on Darren yeah. Hall? I mean, really? I don't know. You talk to people. You, yeah. Well, I, I try can definitely not to. see. <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely see someone saying, "Watch out for Darren Hall at the Eagles." I, I could tell you no one has said that. No one has said anything of the sort to me. I was literally just going through a spreadsheet that I had to be finished by three o'clock because we got baseball gloves for the girls mm. and now we wanted oh, nice. to go uh, outside. And so I was like, I got to send this in to uh, to Zach and Bo before three o'clock. Eh, Darren Hall looks good. Versatility could run a little bit. Uh, over under, I will say I'll take an over on that. Water gun to my toe. I'm going over, but I think it, I mean, uh, obviously, it could be two. Well, you think it's going to be um, exactly two and a half? Who's your I think half? it could be two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Like Awusu Koromoa counts as a half. Oh. Divine Diablo a counts as a half. 
I like, okay. the, I like the Vine Diablo. Okay. Over under half point five full sentence all stars. Furthermore, any intriguing full sentence prospects to keep an eye on? Uh, good question. I might put something out on the Athletic on Thursday just with some of, of the fun names in this draft. So. Uh, if I decide to do extra work tomorrow, keep an eye out for that. I will Are you take... still on paternity leave, or is that over? Uh, that is officially over now. I mean, the lines um, have been blurred for months yes. now. Yeah, yeah having, had, having had about six days of paternity leave. Uh, how was uh, that? <laughs> it was good. Um, so I will go... Uh, the odds are... The, uh, the odds are still under, so I will go under. But Will Fries. So will, will Fries is a full-sentence all-star? Yeah. Oh, will okay. It actually works both ways. He's a. Don't he's we need one to know double. what he fries? What, no. what is he frying? You don't need to know what he fries for it to be a full sentence. And you can also you can also will fries. Okay, like, he fr okay say will fries. Okay, let's say it, he's right. bequeathing fries. fries. Okay. And he's also yeah will fries. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, really, who cares? <laughs> Over. <laughs> uh, yeah, under. Okay, Justin Fields, Justin wow. Fields. Sack with the strong anti-full sentence all-star. Aggressive, under. Okay. Eric All Stokes. Right. All right. Okay. Keep going. Davis Mills. Uh, total number of Eagles draft picks from non-FBS schools versus the total number of Eagles draft picks from your four alma maters. Hmm. Oh, it's got to be. Uh, you got to be the. Got to be the alma maters. Right? Yeah, I mean, you got four schools. You got Boogie Basham and Sage Surratt. You got Ifiati Melifanwu and Andre Cisco. Is there anybody and else? Trill, and Trill Williams. And Trill Williams. You got Jason Owe and Mike Will Fries. Will Fries. Parsons. Shaka Tony. Shaka Tony. Yeah, Shaka Tony. Philly guy. Friar Friarmuth. Jake <laughs> Funk. There's a guy in the draft named Chris Wilcox, which sort of counts. <laughs> that uh, counts for uh, that's Terps, yeah. right? Chris yeah. Wilcox. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, he's not from there, but it would oh, count okay. for there, gotcha. I think. Right. Um, so yeah, I'll go with that. All right, me too. All right, I think this is our last one. Last one: number of interceptions in the rookie season for the Eagles' first drafted corner safety or linebacker. Versus the number of years before we can evaluate whether the Sam Darnold trade. Uh, nice job by whoever good. sent this in. I believe that's a kill a cow joint, and I would uh, nice certainly it's it's got to be the latter because you know let's say that uh, Darnold turns out to be bad, but the Panthers then get a early pick because of it. Trade turned out to be good because then they could get a better quarterback, right? I mean, you can go all the way down the line. It's going to take centuries before we can yeah. fairly grade the Darnold trade. And you can't evaluate those picks until they've each played a full NFL career. And so whoever is the longest, I mean, we, yeah, we could be talking. Uh, well, and then of course, if now. it's like an Asante Samuel situation, let's say you have a player whose son then becomes a player and is more That's willing true. to play for your team because by then the draft may have been abolished and players can choose where they go. So that connection will matter. All those wrinkles down the line. Could be it's a situation joke. where the guy doesn't play at all, but turns into a coach later in his career. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden the guy is a hall of famer coach. And you say, well, you know what? There's a story written by like a, a veteran Zach Berman about how this guy would have never even been the coach. Had he not been part of the Sam Darnold trade back in the day. And so I think you really uh, need a lot of time there. 
Yeah, you know what the one sentence that I I am not allowed to utter is because this this always gets on on my nerves is uh, if Eagles took Asante Samuel Jr. We say, this is when you know I'm old when I cover the son of the guy that I once covered, right? Like, come on, uh, yeah. th- we all know this happens. You, you you're in this long enough, you get older, you know, you see it Ooh. like when. When a guy gets hired. Aggressive oh, again. Wow. <laughs> well, I see it with these college basketball. I, I was actually thinking of it with uh, Bo recently. Uh, I, I was, I was going to text and I, just, I stopped myself when Justin Gray got hired as a head coach. And he did? Yes. The Justin Gray? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, where? Let, let's Google where it was. Where they're not. I just assumed he was still playing in Europe somewhere. I mean, Chris Paul's uh, still playing. As as at Western Carolina, he was hired as really as, as coach. Yes, Good for him. Um, and so, but uh, unconscious but shooter. I I was gonna say I I had to stop myself from saying like, does it make you feel old that a guy mm. who, but of course this is what happens, right? So. Good for him. I will, I will refrain from saying that with Asante Samuel. To this question, I will go. Teron Downey used to, uh, used to coach our intramural basketball team. Hmm. Teron Davenport uh, sometimes gets confused for me by uh, former <laughs> NFL players. <laughs> uh, good point. All right. Well, that's a good By the way, apparently uh, – <laughs> I, I sent some of our uh, I, I sent some of our viewers to you to uh, to ESPN and T Mac made a rock paper scissors joke on on ESPN mm. tonight so we will have to check that one out. What did he do? I don't know. Anyone who was watching that put it in the comments section. But hopefully he, nobody was. Uh, they're no longer in the comments section. <laughs> yeah. Sent them away from our. Uh, well, they're uh, probably watching Tehran now, right? Khalif so. Khalif says uh, Zberm is out for blood tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's true you're taking people down yeah it has been a true. long few months here of uh the preacher <laughs> that's right yeah i know that's right yeah. all right all right well that'll do it for uh the pre-draft extravaganza once again zach me uh, zach marissa and i let me get it grammatically correct will be with you live on thursday night through the eagles pick from the first pick and then of course we will have episodes thursday night Friday night and Saturday night. So we got a lot <laughs> to get to, a lot to do. Um, we're already running out of gas and we're just beginning. So, uh, you know, join us for the ride. It's probably going to go off the tracks several times. And uh, I would thanks. say, uh, I would, I would, sorry, last thing, I would just say our uh, post game pods, I felt like last year were among our best pods of the year yeah. and most listened to. So uh, make sure you are downloading those every day. I mean, who else is giving you a pod at, uh, you know, Saturday at midnight? Mm-hmm. Or and then on go. Sunday, we're going to do the Ospreys. <laughs> <laughs> Have right. fun. Uh, thanks to everybody who uh, watched live. Thanks to all of you who are listening later. We will talk to you on Thursday. And as always, for Zach, Sheila, Marissa, and Bo, and we love you.